Hello everyone and welcome back to Nerd Talk. Uh, today we don't really have any specific uh, thing to talk about because uh, we have Spider-Verse next week but nothing else really came out this week so we don't really have anything like that. But we'll be going over like some news that came out and then the meat of it will be we'll be going over our top 10 uh, favorite Steven Spielberg movies. So before we get into that though, <clears throat> let's see what the uh, what the news was like. So we got... Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny reviews, and uh, it's, it's not looking good. <laughs> not looking great. Which, uh, from the trailers and stuff, it looked very mid. Like, it didn't look very good. But it was like, eh, maybe. And then it came out, like, there was the whole uh, Kane's Film Festival, and everyone was clapping, but apparently they do that for every single movie at Kane's Film oh, yeah. Festival. And Harrison Ford was crying, and he, like, went up there and said, this is a good one, guys. And it's like, glad you like it, but it uh, doesn't look Just... good. You could tell from the, the trailer, some of the CGI and stuff was like, oof. Well, it's not that. Like, a lot of movies have bad CGI. It's just the fact that the, just the movie itself just doesn't look good. Like, there are plenty of good movies with bad CG just beyond that. And, like, giving him, a, like, a snarky British uh, goddaughter. Uh, it's called capitalism. Yeah, it didn't seem like the greatest movie. i just seen so many people replying about how they're going to pirate the movie because that's capitalism with it. Which is <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Uh... But yeah, the early reviews are not looking too hot, so not a big surprise there. It kind of sucks that he's uh that's how Harris Ford's going out for like one of his favorite characters. <laughs> um, but you know it is what it is. That's just how it goes, I guess. But yeah, it's uh it looks bad. I thought it looked bad for the first trailer. Uh, it just sucks because Indiana Jones deserves better than the last film we got, and probably and looks like it's going to deserve better than this film, and we're just not gonna get it. So, yeah. Also, uh, something I want to say, I forgot to say, was, uh, it was 17 days ago, shout out to our first Spotify comment, which I didn't know you, I didn't know you could do comments on Spotify, but apparently can. Jacob Johnson said, I always enjoy these episodes, and this one was no different about the... Uh, Thank you, Jacob Johnson. Where we talked about the Mandalorian season three finale, so appreciate Oof, that was thank a rough, you that was a rough finale. <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know you could comment on uh the spotify podcast but apparently can oh wait that wasn't even our first one we had someone else who said what? i love they commented three months ago from ghost on our uh mandalorian season three and team and team mutant mayhem in the last of us episode eight episode and said i loved it. i thought the review of last of us was really good wow they freaking thank you Let's i didn't go i didn't realize because i apparently have to monitor all of these and like approve them which I didn't know, and then I saw my email. So that was actually the first one. So shout out to Ghost and Jacob Johnson. Uh, Thank you. Go review us on Spotify so we get popular and then we can get canceled. Yeah. Uh, nah. Okay, uh, what else do we get? We got Tamara Morrison will reportedly stars Captain Rex and Ahsoka, which is just more of Filoni doing his thing. Now, Rex wasn't a Filoni creation, but he did flesh him out. Uh, Rex didn't have a huge... like. Didn't have a whole lot to his character before uh, Filoni came in, so he's basically a Filoni character. So Filoni coming and being like, "Yes, more of my guys," and like bringing in, and it's also looking like they're gonna make that thing canon where the dude with the white beard, in Return of the Jedi, is Captain Rex, which just just sounds so dumb to me, and is unneeded. All the clone stuff <clears throat> is dumb. And yeah, he's gonna not all the clone stuff is dumb, but yeah, him him being it's unneeded. We don't need Rex and Ahsoka. We don't need the clones making it that far. We don't need the clones as part of the rebellion and Return of the Jedi. Like, but come Dylan, on. They humanized the clones, and so we care about them as characters now. That is true. They did a good job humanizing uh, the clones in the Clone Wars, them. and they and they were like handled really well. But the they don't need to be like 
they don't need to be in Return of the Jedi. Like, they don't need to survive that long and be a part of the rebellion there. Like, that's really stupid. Uh, but that's just, Filoni's gonna Filoni, so makes sense. We got Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 is 2 hours and 36 minutes long, which is the longest Mission Impossible film ever. Are you hyped about that? Because you're hyped for this movie, but you notoriously hate movies that are over, like, 12 minutes long, so... No, I, 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 I'm I, fine as long as the movie can be interested. It's when you're going with a really long movie, and then it's just kind of No, boring. because there but are like movies this. that are good that, like, are excited about, and then they get ex- the uh, runtime announced, you're like, ugh. Yeah, because a lot of times... Well, first of all, a lot of them are Marvel <coughs> movies, and it's like, well... No? Uh, no, because only, like, the Black Panther... Only, like, the latest Black Panther is, like, the long I, one. Oh, and then so like bad. yeah but no, i love Mission Impossible movie so i'm all for it i'm i got no issue with that wow Mission you're Impossible actually sick. you're actually fine for uh i can't wait to see that's my most anticipated movie of this year i can't wait two hours 36 minutes sounds great i'm excited and uh i wonder how long uh part two is gonna be probably around both... the same time or like three hours so you get like five hours of freaking uh mission impossible you watch it back, back i'm down sounds sick yeah. to me i'm excited uh it's very funny that uh <clears throat> Vin Diesel came out and said like like the end of Fast and Furious is going to be like a three parter, which is like yes, that's definitely. Did you see then he was talking about a um, spinoff after? Yeah, yeah but the, the main franchise is going to end, and then but they the do sp- a spinoff. What do you mean? How do you have a spinoff with the main characters? <laughs> that's no one knows, dude. That's it's what Vin so Diesel's going to do. It's uh, so dumb. It doesn't make any sense, but you know, nothing about those movies makes sense. Uh, do do do. What else do we have? Oh. The Flash had uh, more early screenings, which we got. We got like you know our tickets to, but we couldn't go because we were out of town. Uh, but where they're having another early screening this upcoming Thursday that we're gonna try to make it to. Hopefully we can make it because it's first come first serve, and we worked that day, so hopefully we can make it. Uh, but yeah, there's more. It's more of just like this is the best movie ever, or this movie sucks. There's not really much in between. Still, I did see one tweet that had me dying. Because it was like, this guy was like, <clears throat> my friend flew out, like, across the country to see The Flash with me. But they let, like, influencers in first, even though we were in line first. And so we didn't get to see the movie. And my friend had a panic attack. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> if my friend had a panic attack over not getting to see the Ezra Miller Flash movie, I would kill him on the spot. Because, and it would be a mercy killing. Because if you can't, if you have a panic attack over not seeing Ezra Miller's Flash... You can't handle anything life throws at you. This is for your own good. You shouldn't be keep going on in life. I'm ending you here. That's yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> like, I'm, not, I'm not really... I don't think this Flash movie could be that great. Imagine so. having a panic attack over that, though. Imagine, oh my yeah. god. I can't see it. I'm, oh to see it forever. I'm just like, I, this is it. This is it. You are just like, <laughs> I'm strangling you. You're dead. This is over. You're welcome. Oh my he, god! He flew, like, up, flew up to see it, Dylan. He flew up to see it. So. Oh my! I could even the movie I'm most hyped for. I'd be bummed. I'd be like, "This sucks." But imagine having a panic attack over a movie, especially a movie that you can still see like two weeks later. It's not like a, you'll never be able to see it. Yeah, I don't. Oh my yeah, god! That that tweet that. that tweet just had me dying thinking about that. I was like, "Nice." That is like that's a well put together human being right there. Um. Oh man, that was funny. I would be pissed if I did fly across the country and then couldn't see it. That would. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed, but like having a mental breakdown over it, over Ezra Miller's Flash. Oh, funny to me. Uh, we got some John Wick news. Uh, it's uh John Wick Five is in early works apparently. According, I think they had like an earnings call or whatever, 
And uh, the John Wick franchise as a whole has made over a billion dollars, which for medium budget, like kind of actually low budget R-rated movies, I don't think any of them have been over like 50 mil budget wise. Let me see what John Wick 4's budget was. Let's it had see. to be like... like oh, no, that mil. was 100 mil. But the other yeah. like John Wick... Because I think the first two, yeah, seventy-five mil. So yeah, they're am like I, I, they're like mid-budget. Because hundred mil ain't like huge for it. Yeah, John Wick Two is forty mil. So yeah, they're blown, like they're low to mid-budget movies. They blew all the money uh, before that last final scene. So that green screen. Yeah. So yeah, the first one was yeah. So they've they've all like made really good money. So to make on four movies and the only one was on, uh, cost 100 mil to make a billion dollars is really good for R-rated movies and you've got Yeah, you knew they, you knew they weren't going to end it after that. And like, they're all and and they're all like really well received by everyone. There's not a one in the franchise that people are like that one sucks, that one's bad. Like they all have a good reception from both fans and critics. Uh so no surprise there they're apparently making a video game as well, which that's John Wick's perfect for a video game if there's a movie that can be turned to a video game. John Wick, please just get a good developer on it. Um, we ha- we have the spinoffs and stuff like Ballerina is going to be happening. I'm not excited for that because I saw like the director is one of those dudes that's made just a bunch of bad movies, and so that was like, oh, because like John, because uh, they got Derek Kolstad, the guy that like created the John Wick universe, to write it. I was like, oh, cool. And then I saw the director, I was like, oh no. Uh, but we're gonna have a bunch of stuff. We're gonna have the Continental TV show on. I don't know if it's gonna be like on HBO or something. I have no clue. Uh, it's, but not it's, called, it's not called HBO anymore. It's called Max, Max whatever. But it's on some uh, streaming service, so that could be interesting. And yeah, so I guess John Wick's on four has been out for months. It's on digital now. But I'll still give like a, a spoiler warning if you haven't seen it, uh, because there's some people that were complaining about John Wick five happening. So spoiler warning for John Wick four if you have not seen it, just skip ahead like five minutes. Um, so yeah, he, at the end of John Wick four, he appears to die we don't actually see him die he's just on the stairs he's bleeding and then he we see him on uh we see him in the grave oh, well we don't no. actually see him in the grave we see his grave and they're like oh wow i can't believe john's gone and so that you could interpret it literally as yeah he's dead or you can interpret it as like john wick the assassin's dead and now the you know, problem yeah, the problem with the movies coming forward is the in-universe explanation to bring to keep you know him having to fight these people because like he's done everything to get away so like that's the well that's the thing they have to come up with something because I was thinking about that as well but so that that's two problems one is uh it, how like what's your explanation for comeback which I think is pretty easy because I I was fine with it. if he did die at the end of four I was fine with that but I didn't think it was like the perfect amazing ending like a lot of people said people were like this is the perfect ending for him but I was like if you go back in the other movies he talks about how the reason he's going and keep going on is to like continue the memory of his wife and if he just decides to like die and like because he could have you know, just killed Kane right there if he really wanted to. And, like, there's a lot of things, but he wanted to kill the other guy. Uh, but, like, it, that, that's why I didn't think it was a um, a perfect ending. I thought it was a good ending, but when people were like, this is, makes perfect sense for his character, it's like he said he yeah. wanted to, you know, continue the memory of his wife, and, and now also, he's just going to die after all this? doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's also not like he did anything. Like, he didn't he didn't kill the high table. He didn't break up, the like, the, the, the under, like, the assassin, like, business or you know the whole uh, like the world well, it's like still impossible. all possible yeah but still attacks like you said he didn't do like the only thing he did was he killed a person like he didn't do anything that would actually change that he could be like okay i can rest now he well just... yeah he, he did because he got out yeah but if you're if you're if you're if, you're, if he has another movie you're gonna be bringing him back in for something so well yeah that's why i, I don't know what they're gonna because the first movie was a very like open and shut story. They did a good job. And the second movie they did a great job with explaining how he came back because they're like, "Hey, you the first time he got out, 
which, you know, before the first movie, when he got out of the business, it was like impossible. Couldn't believe he did it. And then he came back. He was like, you don't get to come back and then just leave again. That's not how it works. So D'Antonio had the marker and they did a great job with that. And then they did a good job, like, you know, uh, rolling that to the next two movies where it made sense. But now that that story has ended, I don't know what they're going to do for fifth. I'm imagine they can come up with something. I just really hope that Keanu and uh, Chad Stahelski are into it and have ideas and they're not just like the studio's like, hey, you guys made a billion dollars, make another one. I hope they're actually really into it because they talked about it in interviews for this one where they were like, May, they're like maybe we don't know he's like we're gonna let john wick rest for a bit he's just like this is kind of how it always goes after each john wick we're like ah we're probably done and then they go and like months later when i believe they have the premiere in like china or japan or something and it premieres like later and he's like and then we're at like this one hotel bar and we're talking about like wouldn't it be cool if john wick did this and he's like that's how it generally goes so i was like they were talking about maybe bringing John Wick, uh, uh, doing a fifth one. So I just hope they're hyped about it because they are, you know, the force. The, they are the two big forces behind the movie, and they've done great with these. And I hope they're not just like Ugh, dragging on. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. But also, Keanu's like 60, and he does a lot. So who knows how much longer, you know, he can and keep doing. So does Tom Cruise. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, Tom Cruise is uh, also 60 and ending though. Tom Cruise is ending. That's completely well, no, different. Well, no, he's, he's ending Mission Impossible. We don't know what he's going to do after that, but we'll see. Yeah, but Mission Impossible is the one where, like, he does, like, everything. He's not really, like, you know, doing a whole lot in every other movie. He does stunts in his other movies, but Mission Impossible is the one where he, like, you know, pushes everything forward. Obviously, he's taking G's and Top Gun, but other than that, he's, you know, playing football on the beach. It's where... And also, Keanu Reeves is a guy. He's not, like fueled by like cult blood that he can just make a sacrifice and then become younger we're really you know? never gonna talk cruise on this podcast you know like there's a difference keanu reeves is like a a, a just your is is more of like your average celebrity where tom cruise is like sacrifice that child so i become regain my youth so there's a little difference there uh but yeah i'm excited for john wick five i'm down i love john wick you know as long as the as long as tahowski and keanu are down keep doing them uh what else do we get i think that was it as far as like news this week did you see anything i think that was basically it that i had uh no not that i know of i haven't seen anything and we're, up, we're about to have spider-man we're about to have the flash we're gonna have indiana jones and then you know all right big, big month of june yep all right did you uh now we'll get into our top 10 uh, Steven Spielberg movies we decided to do this because the new Indiana Jones comes out, even though he didn't direct it. It's still, you know, his franchise, him and George. So we were like, let's just do top 10, uh, Spielberg movies since we have no like movie or show or something to talk about. Uh, going through this, he has like 34 movies he's directed. And I think I've seen like 14 of them. <laughs> so I've seen a couple more than that. I there's like, like 18 or 18. So, so I have seen all of them. Yeah. So there's a, a lot, but this is your favorite director. I, obviously yes. Spielberg's one of the best, uh, if not the best, is, but, uh, he is the best. He's one of my but... favorites, but he's definitely, he's not my favorite, but he's your favorite. So, uh, top 10, did you want to go beat for beat or do you want to go? One of us goes through all 10 and then we, we go, go beat to the for next. beat. I will state before I start, have not seen Chandler's list. So obviously that would most likely be on here as most people consider that his best movie. Um, I have not seen all of Catch Me If You Can, which I know people would put that on here, and I have not seen all of the Adventures of Ten Ten. So I know those are um, 
I haven't seen Bridge of Spies. I have there's a, there's a couple I haven't seen, but the well, big you ones said are, eighteen out of thirty four, so that's a lot you haven't seen. Yes, yeah. And but like the I said, big, there's the, a lot I haven't seen. The, the big ones are Schindler's List, Catch Me If You Can, and Adventures of Ten Tail. Like, yeah. those are the ones that would probably be like you, the heavy hitters. Um, that's the thing. Like um, we're talking about this because I I got Schindler's List a couple years ago at Black Friday because the four K came out and it was on sale on Black Friday for like eight bucks. I was like, I'll oh, get that. I've never seen it. But the problem is, it's three hours long and it's a heavy movie, so I gotta. Yeah. You kind of got to find well, the right like, time to watch it. The, I have not the, yet. <laughs> the new West Side Story everyone said was great. Haven't seen. So, um, there's a... A lot of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't All seen right. AI. All right. All right. So, my, my number 10 is Minority Report. I have the same, but I want to say... Uh, I want to tell you real quick. I've seen it once. I remember liking it. Don't remember, like, anything about it. <laughs> that's my number 10. Time, like, a month ago. Um, it, it, I think the right, concept... So <laughs> I think that yeah, the concept I think is is the most interesting part, and then how they kind of like play with it. Is it an original movie or was it based off? No, of it's based off of like a short story from like the fifties. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought um, it was based off something. It is. It is hilarious. So I think I think it's based in twenty fifty. Um, I think that's when it's based, and it's funny to seeing like in the early two thousands what they thought twenty fifty would look like, and some of the CGI looks bad. I'm sure for the time it looked good, but like whenever they're driving in a car, it, it's like iRobot CGI. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, but the concept's really good. And the idea of like, and you know, the whole concept of like, uh, they, they work in pre-crime. So they hold, yeah, they, yeah. they have these weird humans that are like drenched in this weird milk saliva type solution. And they can see Come. murders before they happen. But like, and this has worked so well that now there's not really any more premeditated. They only get like murders like spur of the moments, like twelve minutes before. Yeah. So like they like get it, and then like it goes that uh, that Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise's character, who's a detective in it, is going to kill somebody. And then there's twists and turns along the way, and you kind of see like the big one coming. But there's a couple of twists and turns you don't see coming, and they do stuff like Colin Farrell's in it. Um, and it's uh, so there's I like I like how there's some pretty good ones and. and I think it's pretty good. It's uh, it aged a little bit, but the the concept and the execution are still pretty good. Like they give you like the direction for like why Tom Cruise is part of this agency and, and stuff. So, um, and I think the best part of the movie is the concept of if you knew someone was going to commit a crime, would you stop them before they'd done it because they technically haven't done it. So, um, they play yeah. with that idea a lot. So yeah, it's a good movie. Um, CGI is a little rough, and again, this is 20 years after it's been made, so it's kind of hard to like you know crap on the CGI. Time, yeah, when, when I was making my list, I had like my top nine, and I was like ten. I was like looking at the movies I'd seen of his. I was like, I'm not King of Crystal Skull can't make it on here. I was like, no. And then I was like, I'd seen Minority Report, but I don't remember like much about it at all. So I was like, I'm just gonna put Minority Report. That that's what it is. I just remember it being good. Yeah, I remember um, the I remember the premise, and I remember it being good, but I don't remember like any actual like specifics. Yeah, and there's. Spoilers for all these movies, by the way, they're all old, so you should know them. But it's like, yeah, there's they they, they, they have different visions. They explain it, and like I said, the, the concept's really cool, and I like how they execute it too. I thought he did a good job of executing it. So yeah. I can see. Well, I'm sure back in the day, this movie had been really good and like mind blowing when it first came out. But having seen it, you know, a month ago, it's not as great. Yeah. But again, that's that's kind of how movies age. So you can't, I can't judge it too harshly. So all right. number nine, uh, number nine for me, I have the yeah. Fablements. Oh my goodness! Do you have the Fablements? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fablements is good. I liked it. We saw it last year. It was a good time. It was his uh, autobiography, except like you know, 
taking liberties here and there. It was really good. I love the moment where he's making the war film with yeah. his uh, friends, and he, like, explains to the one guy, and that's the only guy that, like, gets it. Everyone else is still, you know, just kids making movies. That one guy is just, like, he just walks, like, 200 yards. Yeah. And the kid that played Spielberg was freaking perfect. That yeah. guy, like, killed it. was so good. And there's just, like, a lot of great moments. It's a good movie. And Paul Dano was amazing as his dad and should have yeah. just, like, I think he should have been nominated for that. Or I, I think he should have won. He might have been nominated. Yeah, I, I think he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. He was so good. But, yeah, it's just a, it was a good time, and it was really cool seeing, like, his life and how, like, what he went through with his dad just being his genius and his mom just being kind of like a party girl that couldn't really – didn't really understand responsibility even though she was yeah. a mother of, like, a bunch of kids. And, like, his sisters were great. It was just really – it was really – it was – I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's really great. It's really good directed, and it kind of gives you, a, you know, insight into, like, it's that's really how he good escaped. directed. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's you know, how like, I part, explain Spielberg. <laughs> how how uh, how he got like out of, you know, he yeah, he he was a different type of he well, he wasn't a, an average kid like his kind of like his dad I guess how his dad wanted to be but his dad kind of, like supported him trying to like make movies and stuff and it just showed him how he used that as an escape and like Dylan said how his mom was not very yeah. really into and, the, and the part with John Ford is amazing as well. Oh yeah, um, and it was just a it was just a, a great movie. I love I liked it so. Um, and it just shows you and like. And had your when... favorite actor in it. Oh yeah, Seth um, Rogen. Yeah, he actually he did a good job. Seth he wasn't Rogen. typical. He wasn't typical Seth Rogen for once. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it also shows you like when you have a passion, you should explore that passion and see where it can take you, like he did. So uh, good for him. All right, what do you have for number eight? E. T. <laughs> Is it your? Do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just saw E. T. for the first time. Uh, was that last year? Last year. Was, okay, last yeah, year, last yeah. last year because they uh they had the whatever anniversary it was. I don't know, it was like fortieth, thirtieth. It was fortieth. Fortieth anniversary. We had never seen it because I guess I don't know if mom and dad had seen it or whatever, but it wasn't a I big movie for them if they had, so they never showed it to us. And we never like went and saw it or anything. Uh, but they released it in theaters. Like, let's go see it, and so we saw it. It was a good time, even as an adult, not having like you know the magic of seeing it as a kid. I still liked it. It was a fun movie. Oh man, the part where ET gets drunk and then gets like <laughs> just gets de- destroyed by a fridge door had me dying. <laughs> uh, like all the kids are good. It's fun. It's it's a good time. I just I was this surprised how much I liked ET considering it, I saw it for the first time. Yeah, this would probably be higher 20s. if I had seen this when I was a kid. So yeah, I would say that. But um, still, with no nostalgia attached to it at all for us, it's still a good movie. It's still a good which movie. shows how so, good it is. The bike riding scene is still great, even though it's you know could be way better today but the music is john williams oh, john score williams for that part it. is so so freaking good um yeah it's a good movie it's a fun movie it's a great family movie um you like sympathize with the kids and then um also et yeah. is hilariously built e. is hilarious. i i don't think i'd ever actually seen like his full body before oh i and had seeing I how had. he's built is hilarious like i'd seen like you know like neck head like him Them, like smuggling him out and stuff and oh my giving like a the, the, we saw we read about how much like m&ms didn't want to pay what yes yeah, so they, they asked for pieces. so reese's pieces got in there and they made they made so much money from that movie and yeah that was one that I mean, I'm sure it's probably higher on the list for other people, but E.T. is definitely a – I would definitely say you can see it. I'm sure if you're a kid, when you see it, it's got much more, like, a special value. But that's how you know a movie is good if you see it as an adult and you're like, this is a good movie. So, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, E.T. Well, oh, I have, that's another movie I haven't seen. I have not seen Close Encounters, which I heard is also a great movie. I haven't movie. either. So I have uh, not seen that movie. I know our seven's going to be different. What is yours? Adventures of Tintin. Okay, yeah. I, I, I have love Lincoln. Adventures of Tintin. And I haven't seen Lincoln. 
Adventures. No. So these are two movies each of us haven't seen. Adventures. Of I've Ten seen Ten. some. I've seen scenes from Adventures of Tenten. I've not seen the movie. It, well, I've seen clips of Lincoln on YouTube. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm saying as far as actually watching the movie, The Adventures of Tenten is fantastic, and I wish Spielberg would make more animated movies. It is so good. I'm so surprised. I saw it on I think Netflix like forever yeah. ago uh, when it was on Netflix. Me and Joe watched it, and it was like, holy crap. This movie's really good. Like I had, I had never seen it. It was like I think it was on Netflix, and I watched it, and I couldn't believe how much of a good time it was. I want to rewatch it. I'm waiting for them to release it on 4K because I believe it hasn't been released on 4K yet. Once it gets on a 4K Blu release, I'm gonna buy it and like rewatch it because it's so good. It's so much fun. It it very much kind of reminded me of uh of Indiana Jones. Like it has a like with with how um. Spielberg does with just like a fun adventure. He handles it so well. I love it. The dynamic between Tintin and the captain is handled so well. I, it's just the action is great. It's just, it's legitimately one of the best like uh, adventure anime movies I've ever seen. And I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in years. It's, oh man, it's probably been like eight or nine years since I've seen it. But it's really good. Like if you have not seen Tintin, because it kind of, people know about it, people know it's good. But I haven't met a whole lot of people that have seen it, which you should see it, because it's amazing. Like, it is so good. I cannot praise the movie enough. Adventures of Tintin is definitely worth your time. It's really good. Uh, I haven't seen it. Mine is is Lincoln, which uh, Daniel Day-Lewis won an Oscar for Best Actor for. It's a biopic of Abraham Lincoln. It's a great movie. Slow movie. But I think it's only like an hour and a half, but it really kind of takes you behind the scenes of oh, yes. you know, him. Also, trying... side note, I just want to say I would have seen this movie. I wanted to see it, but Ian went and saw it with someone else when it came out. So that's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> that's just, I was in Jacksonville uh... <laughs> when this happened. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a good movie. Uh, really kind of shows you, like, you know, what he was put, like, what Lincoln was pushing for at that time, trying to end the Civil War, and how, you know, the politics he had to play, and how just how strong of a leader he was. And they do a really good job of capturing that. And then obviously, you know, Dan DeLewis won the award for, for, uh, freaking best, uh, best actor. I think his second, second award. This is also it. funny because so, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter came out the same year. Yeah. I don't remember if, I don't think it won best picture. I know it won best actor. I don't think it won, be, I don't think it won best picture or best director. Um, but it was, uh, it was nominated including best picture. Uh, yeah, it won for production design and best actor. Yeah, great movie. Uh, not like an adventure movie or anything, but more of like a biopic. Uh, but yeah, great movie. Uh, and Daniel Day-Lewis is great in everything he's in. So, But now he's retired. Yep. Alright, we're on to number six, which for me, I think this might be a little, little high for you. I think yours is going to be lower for this. Uh, Same Pride Ryan. Yeah, it's definitely... Yeah. I like Save Pirate. It's obviously great, but I do not consider it the best war film. I think Hacksaw Ridge is better. Uh, I also like uh, Black Hawk Down better. But obviously, Saving Pirate Ryan's amazing. I like it a lot. It's a great movie. Uh, that opening, like on there's Omaha not a Beach. single better combat scene in all of movie history. That, oh, that, that just like uh, freaking Storming Beach is just insane. Like it's handled so well. But that's that's also part of my problem with the movie because I feel like it peaks there and then the rest of it's good, but it never quite gets back to that for me. So like that's amazing. It's like oh man, the rest of the movie's gonna be awesome. The rest of it's good, but it's like man, it never like reached that like it peaks. So well, yeah, early. I think I think they probably did that because like they can't have. I don't think because I think you could have a two-hour movie of just. No, that I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I'm not I'm not I'm saying as in just like the quality of it, like how good everything was there. Like, it, the rest of it's good, but it's not that level. I'm not saying it has to be an insane, like, fight the whole time. No. I'm just saying, like, 
how well everything was handled there. Uh, I'll talk about it more when I get to mine, but it's definitely but, higher. Yeah, the on storm my in the beach is like freaking. There's amazing. there's no better war scene than that that scene. Like it's, that scene, it's so raw. And like when they drop the doors and you the the first shot is just guys getting shot and you're just like oh oh crap like it's it's here and like to realize and that like that it, is real it's not you know made up like people just they lost their lives like even get, just, put it, get, oh, get out of the boat yeah they, you know? they, yeah they that what they did with uh with D Day was insane and also that like influenced so much in uh like just pop culture in general like video games movies and tv shows yeah. like borrowed from that so hard going forward what spielberg did there and it was insane i don't know how he did it and then also there's all those stories of like the vets that actually were there that survived that and watched it having to like walk out of the theater and stuff because it was too like real which is you know insane to show how well spielberg did executing that uh that d-day was just how he handled yeah, d-day but I, I like i like insane. the but rest of it too like i do too through learning I, the I remember before I had ever seen the full movie, I had seen like the tiger take sequence, like with the, uh, like oh, yeah. up in the tower and stuff on TV. And I remember this is everyone badass. still hates, <laughs> hates the, the, the one dude. Oh yeah. The end. coward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that screw that guy. Which, um, you know, it shows a good movie. You can get the whole audience to hate this one character. Or freaking Tom Hanks is sitting there with his pea shooter shooting the tiger tank. That's sick. Um, uh, yeah, it's a great movie. It really makes you feel that it's like, you know, you know, we're doing and, and this good, because, did a good job handling the band of brothers, you know? Yeah, that's a great companion series to it. One of the best TV shows ever is Band of Brothers, the, um, which is Spielberg produced, not directed. But, uh, yeah, Sam Pride Ryan, one of my favorite war movies, higher on my list. We'll get to it when I get to it. I have one that's probably going to be higher on Dylan's list. It's uh, Temple of Doom, Indiana Jones. Oh, it is higher. I got. I saw this a couple of months ago. Some might say my top five is... <laughs> just littered with indie yeah uh i i enjoyed it i think it's the weakest of the original trilogy yeah, you just saw it for, for all the way through for the first time yeah, like, yeah. A couple i think months it's ago. I, I think it's the weakest of the of the the whole trilogy i agree uh, but i think it's by like just a little bit i don't think short it's by, round like, a huge short ride. round's good the part on the bridge is good round. um dude it has a really good opening with the with the James Bond opening. The opening is amazing and is up yeah. there with all the others. And also the minecart sequence is a fantastic. Yes, I love the uh, minecart sequence. I I, lo- I love it too. I think this speaks more just to the quality of the movies that I that 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 uh, Spielberg has than saying this is a bad movie. It's a good movie, but I think most people would agree it's probably the weakest of the the original Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Um, that saying said, it's still great. Harrison Ford does good. And the, the, um, I, the triumphant part where he punches the slave master, it's beating the kids and yeah. like, you just hear the, Oh, that part. Is so yeah, good. the part where they're like trying to take the person's heart out and stuff. It's all intense. I'm sure that was like crazy to see. Uh, this is why um, we got PG 13 also. This yeah. is because of this. So that, Spiel- that's... Spielberg did that. <laughs> A- Indiana Jones, number s- Temple of Doom, number six is what I have. All right. My uh, number five is another movie we saw for the first time last year, which is Jaws. I really like Jaws. I had never uh, – uh, that was that was like my first time on the big – I think I'd seen bits and pieces of it. I don't think I'd actually seen the I'd seen it thing. before. I saw it for the first time in theaters last year. I don't think I'd – maybe I had, but I don't think I'd seen the full thing uh, until we saw it in theaters last year. Um, I, I love Jaws. It was really the good. Original- the yeah. original summer blockbuster. Yeah, that's what created it. It was so good. It was like amazing. Say like, man, just I and also how um, oh man, Richard Dreyfus is so yeah. good in that movie, 
and they do a good job of like uh, of the terror and the fact that the animatronic uh, jaws look so well, like the animatronic shark looks so good. Which obviously, you know, with another movie we'll be getting into in a bit, uh, they did a really good job with animatronics as well. And I just, man, I had a great time with Jaws, seeing him run around there, and it was just a fun time. I really enjoyed it. Seeing on the big screen was great. Yeah, Jaws also my number five. Uh, has one of the greatest scores ever. You, as soon as you hear the yes, dun-na, dun-na, you just like immediately scared a whole group of people never wanting to swim again in the 70s. Um, was the original summer blockbuster. It was really Spielberg's first huge thing that people were like, start throwing money at him afterwards. And seeing those clips of him directing out on the water is nuts. Yeah. Especially um, back then. They did a great dynamic with the, uh, the sheriff of the town, Richard Dreyfuss' character, and then also the old boat captain. I can't remember his name. You know, you have memorable quotes where, you know, we're, we're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. Um, the mayor's like, ah, oh, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's so many memorable, there's so many memorable quotes. The famous, the, the, it's one of the most famous shots in movie history when they, the camera's pulling away, but zooming in on the sheriff's yeah, face yeah. at the beach yeah. when he's realizing a kid's getting eaten. Yeah. Um, they do the terror really well. Um, it's a great movie. I think it has a, a, a you know, inspired. It's inspired other th- other movies, but oh, it's yeah, original huge. blockbuster, and it's a uh, it's a great movie. And John Williams again, just a donut, donut, so good. So, All right, what's your what's your number four? My number four is Indiana Jones: Raiders of the Lost Ark. This one is really Ooh, close. Number four? Yeah, this one is really close to uh, Last Crusade for me. Uh, I love Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's pretty much like a perfect movie start to finish. It's an awesome movie. Uh, I okay. I, have, I know two of your top three, but I can't. I don't know what else is in there. To, I'm surprised. That's number four. Holy crap! I didn't expect that. So um, I love this movie. This is nothing against this movie. I I love Raiders. Um, it's uh, it's great. I mean, this is like the quintessential adventure movie uh, that everyone thinks of. I mean, Harrison Ford loved playing the character after this, and it's just it's just an awesome movie. It's fun. The adventures. Well, literally, George Lucas like, what if we had, uh, what if Han Solo was an archaeologist and, yeah. and, and like went on adventures and had, and, uh, and Spielberg's like, cool, I'll do There's it. only and one reason. It, it's sick. And the music is great. <laughs> the dun, 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 dun. It's... The, there's only one, there's like one reason I have Last Crusade above it. Um, I like Last Crusade as well. We are in the minority with the fact that I think they're both amazing. I, th- I like Last Crusade a hair more, um, but I love both of them. Uh, Raiders is a, a higher for me, but yeah, Raiders is amazing. It's what, like last... there's not really like any problems. There's nothing you can say so bad, good. bad about Raiders. It's it's such a good movie. The part where the guy pulls out the sword and, and he just shoots him. Um, the pacing everything... of the movie is amazing. Yeah. The, how they introduce Indy is perfect. Everything about the movie is just like top Dog tier. Rock. Yeah, everything that it has <laughs> enough like it. silliness and dumbness to it. Uh, like the scene of him running them all coming over the hill with like the bow and arrows and stuff and them not hitting him or anything. It's like yeah. it has enough like fun, goofy stuff and then also enough like serious stuff and then like, you know, don't open your eyes, you know, what's real, what's not. Um, really great movie. I love the movie. There's yeah. this is nothing against this movie. It's amazing. All right. My uh, my four is uh, Temple of Doom. I love Temple of Doom. I, I do agree it's the weakest of the original trilogy for Indiana Jones, but I think it's not that far off as far as some other people think, like Ian. But, uh, I, I love it. That... I didn't say it was a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. <clears throat> I know, but I'm saying, like, there's not as much separation to me between that and uh, Raiders and Lost Ark as there is for you, I think, is what I'm saying. Like, I I, I love Temple of Doom. It's so much fun. It's, uh, that bridge sequence is amazing. 
that whole oh man when he's on the middle of the bridge and he just tells the hang on just chops it that's so sick and also the fact that uh the behind the scenes remember we watched this when we were kids the behind the scenes where uh they they found that like old rickety bridge where they're out filming and they're like wonder if it's safe and then they see harrison ford sprint across the bridge before anyone yeah. had tested or anything harrison ford surprises giant balls didn't make it drop but he freaking just sprinted across his old ass bridge they found because he's indiana jones it's like hell yeah and the, oh man, it's just so sick. Him and uh, him, short round, and Spe- Steven Spielberg's future wife had a great dynamic together. Uh, that whole bit where they're like, uh, basically, who uh, playing a chicken with uh, who's gonna sleep with who first <laughs> is great. And uh, the whole sequence where him and short round get stuck in there with all the bugs, and she's out there to like help us get out. Oh, everything, yeah, yeah. everything's great. Again, that uh, that part where he's fighting the giant dude uh, in the. Uh, in the slave like mines and then the minecart sequence is amazing and just everything i i love temple of doom i just do i think the main drawback of temple of doom is the villain that's what i think is the drawback of temple of doom compared to the other ones oh i, I think also, uh sorry go ahead i want to mention the the famous like famous shot in raiders right when he's uh up the there where was like yes that's yeah. such a good shot such a it's a top 10 shot yeah it's amazing but yeah in temple of doom uh I think that's the I think that's one of the main drawbacks of the villain, uh, compared to as compared to Raiders and Last Crusade. But I still love it, and that's why it's my number four. All right, what's your, what's your number three? The same Private Ryan. Okay. Oh yeah, same. I forgot you didn't have same Private Ryan. So that's what you. Okay, yeah. so I know same what your Pri- top three is. Okay. Same Private Ryan is a awesome movie. We already talked about it. the opening is one you of the really most like intense. Really like it better than Raiders. Yeah, I I like it like a hair better. If you ask me tomorrow, it might change. But right now, I like mm-hmm. I like Saving Ryan. I love Saving Private Ryan. It's 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 an awesome war movie, and it's I like the characters. So yeah, there yeah. it is. We already talked about it. All right, my number three is probably blasphemy for Ian. But Jurassic yep, it's Park. Already, it's it's Jurassic blasphemy. Park. I'm not talking about this till we get to mine. <laughs> so, uh. I love Jurassic Park. It might be uh, that and the for and A New Hope are probably two of the most like magical movies when you first see them, because just well. Number one, John Williams' score for both enhances everything when you first see it. Like for in Star Wars, when you see Binary Sunset, when you see the two uh, sons in that Binary Sunset's playing. And in this, when you see the freaking, was it Brontosaurus or whatever, the long, long neck dinosaur, and it's just playing, and you see, and it's just the amazing. It's oh, like, it's magical. Side note, John Williams scored this and Schindler's List in the same year, won the Oscar for Schindler's List. So Damn, they were both nominated as well. I, it's weird because his, like, I think his music's right. always so like uplifting and magical that it's like, how do you have that for the Holocaust? Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so go <laughs> ahead back to... Jurassic Park's uh, just all amazing. The uh, Everything about it, like, there's not really any drawbacks for it. It's, it's pretty much a perfect movie. Sucks they couldn't ever replicate it, uh, but the fact that it's more of, like, a... Uh, it's it, At first, it starts out as this sort of, like, magical adventure and then turns into, like, a thriller sort of horror-ish movie is great. Samuel L. Jackson going and then not, you just see his arm is nuts uh the dino the raptors steal the show the t-rex the sound of the t-rex and in the rain dinosaurs chasing you in the rain the part where the uh the roof like falls and shatters of the car and they're actually screaming because that wasn't supposed to happen there's again there's good humor mixed in like the part where he pretends to get zapped by the fence uh everything about it is just 
great. And like the sets, the atmosphere where they filmed. I love Jurassic Park. It's a it's a magical movie. It just sucks that they could never replicate it. But the movie is freaking amazing, and I love and the effects hold up so well today because so many so many of them were practical. Uh, so yeah, I love Jurassic Park. So on to number two, which for me is Raiders. I love Raiders. I think Raiders is just an amazing movie. I again, you guys already you should know my number one based off this, but I love Raiders. I don't think there's really like anything I have a problem with Raiders. It's so good. Uh, it's a lot of people's favorite movie for a reason. Everything like the fact that they nailed it on the first try so hard uh, is amazing. That opening sequence with Alfred Molina and them going in there and seeing everything Indy's about and how he navigates the traps, everything, and then him just running to the plane and escaping. It just sets the tone for the rest of the movie. And him with Marion is uh, the the love, uh, the romance in it is handled so well. It's just everything, like everything about this movie, I love. I love Raiders, and Indiana Jones is one of my favorite characters ever. So it sucks that uh, this latest ending doesn't sound like it's gonna be very good. But Raiders is just an amazing movie, and also a very magical movie. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. So Raider, or yeah, I talk about Raiders. My number two is The Last Crusade. It is. Um, I, I, the only reason I have it above Raiders is because of um, Sean Connery. Yes. Like him and Indy's dynamic in the movie is just that's why I have so hilarious, so great. Uh, the fact that he's like talking down to him like the whole time, and it, you you see like what Indy's motivations and stuff. Then like the end of the movie, where like he's like let it go, son. It's not worth it. Like and like it's like like it, it, you like you get the whole lesson throughout the whole movie, and. Um, <laughs> it's so good like the part two like where like he thinks Indy died and he comes over he's like what are we all looking at yeah like, uh, or when they're freaking when they're captured by the Nazis they're like dad what dad what dad yeah. what uh, everything's just catching on fire and like oh wait when, oh, when he throws it when he throws a guy off the blimp he didn't have his ticket like yeah. it's just it's just <laughs> their uh, dynamic's so good their dynamic is so great um it's funny because i think there was only like a five-year age difference or something yeah, between they're the not, two. yeah that's why he didn't come back for crystal skull because he's like i would be dead yeah. um uh yeah it's not um like i said it, it's just a smidge over and that's just because i love the dynamic of sean, sean connery and harrison ford so much in the movie you also like see young indy in this movie you hear about how indy got his name um and uh it's just it's just With a fantastic movie. Phoenix. Yeah, the 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 villains are the villains are just Nazi bad guys. Um, I mean the 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 chick villain was like, I, I liked her a lot. Like the, yeah, uh, but the, the blonde Nazi chick. Yeah, and then them having to like uh like you know the part where he's stabbed or shot, he's shot, and he has to go and he has to go through the three challenges and like they 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 cut between Indy doing it and his dad like realizing what it is. Yeah, you know, and like, also like faith. the first time you see him walk on the bridge is like nuts. The bridge yeah. that you like, the perspective bridge that you can't like see. That the first time you see that, it's insane. Like yeah. that's really cool. And so, that, yeah. the um the library sequence where it's the the dudes and the fezes chasing them, and like they uh, go the propeller on the boat. That whole sequence is awesome. And yeah. Oh last, yeah. They also the they also was the, was the other propeller in the airplane that was Raiders right with the yes big, yes the, guy the, the big dude with the mustache just gets not, where he's like give me a second he's like okay one second yeah uh, yeah, yeah I love and I Last Crusade is my Crusade. number one so we're you know we're both talking about it now. I love Last Crusade it's my favorite I, again it it Raiders are neck and neck but I like it just a hair better uh, it's my number one Last Crusade's just it's so good it's such a good movie yeah. okay now I talk about the best Steven Spielberg movie Jurassic Park. Is the best Steven Spielberg movie. It has 
like Dylan said, it, it goes has from it goes from adventure. It, it goes has from, it goes dinosaurs. From, it goes from it adventure <laughs> to a horror slash thriller movie. All the characters are good. The concepts and ideas that the adult characters talk about, like especially at the dinner where they're talking about you can't control this, 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 and this, is so good. But every the, movie after it uh, misinterprets CG- those concepts. We're not we're not talking about the other movies. <laughs> the the CGI is fantastic. Like the CGI even holds up today. Uh, hopefully, it's supposed to come out for its 30th anniversary here in two weeks. Hopefully, the, our theater plays so we can go see it. Uh, the musical score is amazing. There's no better like uh, score to like get you excited than that score. The da 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 da. Like it's just it's so awesome. Like that's why whenever you go to it's Universal, it's an amazing you're, you're theme. But the uh, indie theme tops it. I don't think so. Say about that. I think the only thing could top it is probably the forest theme. No, um, the it. first shot, like Dylan said, when he's like, "Welcome to Jurassic Park," that shot is awesome. The T, it has one of those iconic shots with the shot of the water and the thunk, thunk, yeah. thunk. That's an <laughs> iconic shot. Um, also, you have Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum. Yes, he as Ian Malcolm, he's great talking about chaos theory. Um, uh, the yeah, clever the girl just getting eaten. <laughs> you have so many iconic lines. You have shoot her, clever girl. Um, life finds a way. You know, there, there's so many iconic things from this movie. Uh, not just that, but like the the theming for the park looked great. Like how, like just everything about it is just so top tier. It's my favorite Spielberg Spielberg movie. One of my favorite movies of all time, if not my favorite. Um, there's nothing there's nothing bad about the movie. How they how they get out. All I'm gonna um, say is uh, didn't follow the source material, so zero out of ten. The only you haven't read the book. The only <laughs> the only the only real critique you could have for the you movie haven't is either. That, You've listened to it. It's true. The only real critique you could have for it is the is the Jurassic is the T Rex paddock. How the T Rex comes out and then all of a sudden it's like a forty foot drop off when they go over it. That's like the the one everyone kind of memes now. But it's such a good movie, it doesn't matter. The raptors are great. Like, you were scared of death of the raptors. Like, that kitchen scene when they come yes. in and they're, like, communicating. And then the, and then the T-Rex comes and, and quote-unquote, saves them. And uh, they get out. It's, like, it's so cool. Like, and what I thought, uh, speaking of the book, what I thought that the movie does way better than the book. And the book, like, from the start, all, like, the uh, Dr. Grant, Ian Malcolm, Dr. Sadler are all against the park. Like, no one actually believes this and wants this to happen, like, when they show up. In in the movie, they do, like, what the char- like what you do. You go there, and you're, like, you're in awe. You're, like, this is awesome. Those are dinosaurs. This is sick. This is so cool. And they, like, fall into that trap. And then when they go to that dinner, when Ian Malcolm's, like, we can't do this, dude. This is dumb. Like, this is, this is not what you should do. And, like, that's, like, and so, like, it, you're really conflicted there. Then, you know, all hell breaks loose. Um... And then also how how uh, what's his, what's his uh, I can't remember his name I just know him as Newman oh that's another thing see nobody cares that's the quotable line how he dies with the with the dinosaur just spitting in his face um, yeah it's a fantastic movie I, I it's one of my favorite movies Jurassic Park I I love 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 Jurassic Park I'm not talking about the movies that come after it because <laughs> yeah it's not there's some cool scenes in Jurassic Park too especially like the the raptor scene when they're coming through the tall grass but no nothing nothing comes close to the first time you see like the first time you see Jurassic Park. Yeah, Jurassic Park's amazing, but you know, nothing comes close except for the first time you see Raiders. But anyways, uh, yeah, my Raiders is an awesome movie. It's just not as good as Jurassic Park, in my opinion. It's better, but that's uh that's our top ten for Spielberg. Next week we'll be talking about uh Into the Spider Verse and Yay. possibly Flash because we're gonna try to see that Thursday. So next week that's the plan. We're gonna try to talk about Flash. I don't know how. All that works. We're not signing an NDA, so are we able to talk about spoilers when we talk about Flash? I have no clue. We'll figure. I don't know because I, I we haven't I haven't seen any reviews from like any of the YouTubers, so I don't think probably not. Probably can't. 
what they gonna do about it? <laughs> Send I'm Ezra Miller sorry. out here. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> I mean that'd be sca- that'd actually be scary. So uh, yeah, Ezra Miller shows up. We talk about. I I don't know how that works, but we'll at least give non-spoiler thoughts on the Flash next week. Uh, if we assuming we see it, we're gonna try to. So plan is we'll talk about the Flash and into the Spider Verse next week and whatever else you know happens in between now and then. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate, it, and we'll see y'all next time. Goodbye. See you.